Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week we will discuss tools, tips, and ways to radiate your best life ever. Interviewing practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Hi there, and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Today we are radiating solace with my friend Crystal Webster. Hi. Hi. Um, So today we're going to be talking about Crystal's mission to spread the word of solace and help people who have had a loss, help people who are grieving. So welcome, Crystal. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I love what you're doing. Thank you. So your website, your business is called Sharing Solace. Correct. Yeah. And well, tell me why it's called Sharing Solace. Well, essentially, we are a community of grievers for grievers. Wonderful. Yeah. But we do that in a little bit different way. We have tangible gifts that you can actually hold on to yeah. and a meaningful community to help back those up. Oh, my goodness. So um, which did you start first, the, the tangible object or the meaningful community, do you think? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so really it's meshed together. Yes, very, very much so. I know when people are going through a really emotional time, sometimes we do just hang on to something, mm-hmm. don't we? We just have to have that kind of touchstone. So what is it that you, what is the touchstone? What is the tangible object? So I'm actually wearing one today. Yeah, this let's see it. Necklace. Oh, that's beautiful. If you're on the audio version, sorry, you can't oh, see yeah. this beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see this beautiful. Um, here, it's turned around a little bit. There we go. And so this is a silver um, circle, about an inch circle diameter, and uh, it's um, got a circle on it uh, engraved, and then it's got an M. And can you tell me what the M is for? Yes. So actually, I'm impressed that you see the M. Most people just see the design as being the ups and downs and loop-de-loops that is grief. You know, sometimes you have a good day, sometimes you have a not-so-good day, sometimes you have a good minute, and the next minute is not so good, and then you go back to another good minute. Um, But the idea is that this is given to you during that initial heavy grief. Yeah. You keep it near your heart by wearing it as long as it brings you comfort. Mm -hmm. And then when it doesn't do that anymore, you actually can take this necklace apart. It opens up like a locket. You take the middle token, so the the M that you see, you Mm -hmm. take that out, put it into a new locket, and pay that new locket forward to somebody else that's grieving. Oh, my goodness. Well, I know that when I'm stressed, 
I tend to play with my necklace. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) And whatever bauble is at the end of my necklace. And so I can imagine that's just another touchstone there. And so yours has an M on it. Excuse me, do they all have an M on them? Yes and no. Um, So they all have the same design on them. Okay. But you can actually turn it and so position it in the necklace however you, however it resonates with you. Sure. So with me, it resonates as an M. Mm -hmm. And I see the M. Mm -hmm. Um, It may resonate a different way with you. And that's just kind of what it's supposed to be. As a design element. Yes. Absolutely. And so you hold on to it as long as you feel like you need that extra support. Mm -hmm. And then you can pass it on to someone else. Yes. When you're ready to release that super heavy on your heart grief. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You release some of the weight of this necklace. And then you pay it forward by giving it to someone else. You pay forward some of the strength that you've developed throughout your grieving journey. Oh, absolutely. And because someone's given it to you, perhaps you know you're not alone yes. in that journey. So it's it's symbolic on so many levels. And I'm a level person. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so the design is symbolic on many levels. Mm-hmm. The weight of it is symbolic. The the meaning of the gift and yeah, and being able to pass it on. I think that's wonderful. And you know, it, when someone's in a grief journey, there are Many, many ups and downs. Yes. And oftentimes you feel completely alone. Right. And you feel isolated because you think you're the only one that's ever lost a mother or a father or a child. Logically, you know that's not the case. Mm -hmm. But emotionally, you feel completely isolated. And the more isolated you allow yourself to feel, the more it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, you've been through a grief journey. Yes. And is that what started this whole concept? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Well, can you tell us a bit about your grief journey? Sure. Um, so in 2010, uh, I was pregnant with my, my first daughter, Madeline Elizabeth, uh, the M. The M. Um, and at 32 weeks, we found out that something wasn't quite right. Uh-oh. And at 34 weeks, she was born into the world happy, but not healthy. And she passed the next day. Oh, my. Come to find out she had a genetic issue that didn't make all of her pieces work. So, (laughs) you know, her brain didn't form properly, which means that her heart didn't know how to pump and her lungs didn't know how to breathe. Um, And so I was keeping her alive. And then once that ended, um, she could only sustain her own life for a little bit. Right, right. That must have been so devastating. Oh, gosh, absolutely. Um, There were a lot of silver linings in it. Sure. But I wouldn't want that faith, that fate on my worst enemy. No, no. Even through the silver linings, you can't even see them at that point when you're just in that depth of despair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I can imagine. How long do you feel like it took you to just come to yourself after that? I really think it, there were probably a good three years that I was, didn't even want to get out of bed. You know, I would, okay, well, I have to leave the house today, so I guess I will (laughs) do the bare minimum to do that. Um, But it wasn't until sharing solace came about that I really feel inspired to live again. Right, it kind of gave that whole episode some meaning in a way. How did you feel inspired to start the Sharing Solace program? I truly believe that 
Madeline decided that I was ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very much just, I was minding my own business walking around and it struck me like a bolt of lightning. Oh my goodness. This is what I needed to do and this is how I was going to take my lemons and make lemonade Yeah. and then share my lemonade. Oh my gosh. And, you know, help Madeline's legacy live on. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most scariest things about losing someone you love is that Well, they say that everyone dies twice. The day that they take their last breath Mm -hmm. and the day that their name is said for the last time. Oh, I'd not heard that. Uh, Yeah. And so, I think with everyone, but especially mothers that lose a child. I can't even imagine. You can't, you can't imagine a world where your child doesn't exist in some fashion. Absolutely. And so um, tell me about the community that you're building around this. Absolutely. So one of the neat features of the piece, so the Mm -hmm. necklace, we also have a keychain that works very similarly. Sure. um, Is that the back of each token, the back of the piece that you pass on, Mm -hmm. has a special uh, unique identifier engraved on the back that allows you to register it on our website. Oh, great. And you can actually... Follow it as it moves from person to person. Nice. So the idea is that I give it to you, mm-hmm. and you register it. And mm-hmm. then when you're ready, you give it to somebody else, and they register it. And then you can actually follow it on what we're calling the token tree as it moves from person to person and as it grows. Wonderful. Um, so you can share a little bit about your story. You can read about their story oh as gosh. much or as little as you want to share. Yeah. And then we also have forums, an online journal that you can, you know, go through your thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Um, But really the neat, the neat piece that I see is the token tree and showing, look, everyone has a unique loss story, Mm -hmm. but you're not alone. Everyone goes through loss at some point. Absolutely. That is beautiful. I feel I find myself like starting to tear up almost. Me <laughs> too a little bit. I have to say. Um, because it's so beautiful and you know, everybody does connect with their grief journey in their own way. And um, you know, I present a workshop called Love Never Dies and we talk about how, you know, everyone's grief journey is unique. And people might say, Oh, you should be over it already. Why don't you snap out of it? And that's just not possible many mm-hmm. times. Um, and people measure themselves according to somebody else's grief response. You know, um, you know, my friend is, has suffered a loss, but she seems to be um, back to life, and I'm not. So, but there's no measure to that, is there? No. Mm-hmm. I really think that there are there there are ways to grieve poorly. You know, self harm and harm to other. Like, there are ways to grieve wrong, but there's no right way to grieve. Right. And so are you noticing any anything happening on the forums, on the, the website? Um, maybe people reconnecting with their grief in a different way? Or, I mean, like, are you noticing any trends, maybe? I'm seeing a lot of people really connecting with the physical piece. Um, mostly because when you're grieving yeah. and you're, you have friends that want to do something for you. Mm-hmm. What do you do for them? 
Right. You give them a frozen lasagna <laughs> that they eat. You give them plants that is just a nice reminder that everything dies because they're going to die. Right. Um, you know, or you give them a tchotchke or a figurine or something that for a while brings comfort, but mm-hmm. then starts to kind of bring back that pain. That's what I noticed myself. Oh, is it really? Um, is that I had all of these baby blankets and teddy bears and and things that you would have thought I was a five-year-old girl right after Madeline's because I was just surrounded by all of these things when I went to bed. Right. But a few years in, they started to not make me feel comfortable. They started to kind of remind me of the pain and the sadness and I realized sure. that I had to do something I, ha- I I couldn't have them in my sight all day every day right and so I sit in a box in right. a closet somewhere um, and I'll let somebody else deal with those later right but that was that was another reason why sharing solace has the the sharing component to it I love that and why when you're ready to release that super heavy grief you're intended to pass it forward Right. And we all know when that is. You know, it could be six months. It could be a year. It could be five years. It could be ten years. It could be never. Right. Um, But knowing that that is an option Mm -hmm. and that is what you're, you know, you're kind of intended to do when you, when you get there. When you're um, ready. There's, there's a. And it reminds you that there will be a day when you're ready to move on. Right when you met ready to move to a new chapter there is a day where you'll feel better mm-hmm. you know i think that's very helpful and very important um so are is this community is this only online or there are also live communities so right now we are just online mm-hmm. um we do help a lot of other grief support groups and mm-hmm. we help a lot of those other groups kind of make sure that they're known about yeah. But we are really focused on the online piece because that's our wheelhouse. Absolutely. Well, and it's great because, um, you know, when we're grieving, grief doesn't wait for a Thursday night grief support support right. group, right? It can, you know, you might feel the need to reach out and express yourself at 3 a.m. Right. You know, anytime. So you can log in and, and do that and reach out with other people who might be feeling that same pain at that time and just reading other people's stories I find that story and the power of story is so important and hearing other people's experience is also very very healing so you know that's nice that it's there all the time yes right Um, you know there's there's need for in-person support as well but then just having this online support I think is wonderful you know uh, just personally on a personal note I know that I know so many people healers just others going through the same journeys that I am across the world mm-hmm. and it's just so and I'm, they're friends I've never met them right but they're friends mm-hmm. and so I feel like that could be the same thing as this sisterhood of grief yes right um that's wonderful that that you provide that. And has it helped you, do you think? Oh, absolutely. I think I have I've really found my my big why. Yeah. Um and my passion. And I Yeah. I work on this whenever I can I'm, if I'm not asleep, I am thinking and working towards making sharing solace the best that it can yeah. be. Oh, that's wonderful. Now um, in meeting people in doing this, what what do you feel like is a success story? Maybe I have gotten so many compliments. 
on, um, people say I've, I've put on the necklace and I, I won't take it off. Wow. Um, it's nice, it's nice to feel it. It's nice to know that it's there. Yeah. And I very much appreciate that. So that means a lot to me because I did design this from scratch. Yeah. I mean, I started with a blank sheet of paper and... Okay, how do I... So that means a lot to me personally, but also to know that the symbolism that I saw it have and yeah. that other people are seeing it as well Oh, that's and feeling it as well. That is a substantial piece, I have to say. It looks, um, you know, it's very solid. It's probably got some heft and a little bit of weight to it, so that would be comforting. Mm-hmm. And then it is just right on the heart chakra. Yeah. And that's got to be very comforting, I would imagine. And and it was also designed that way. It was oh, designed good. to have a little bit of weight so that you know that it's there, but it's not so much weight as, you know, like right. pulling your... Some of those necklaces, I'm like, oh, those are really pretty, but I could never wear that for more than about 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, there's there's enough weight to it to know mm-hmm. that it's there. Yeah. And when you take out the middle piece to know that you've released that... Yeah, but not so much that it's a burden, right? Right. Oh my gosh! Again, the layers. Yes. So many, so many levels, and so many layers. Well, I, I feel like that could really help people as they're moving through this. And so, what are your, what are your plans maybe for next steps of sharing solace? Do you have a vision that is carrying you forward on this? Oh my gosh! So our whole mission is to provide support to those that might feel like they don't have it, um, to provide support as they move through a a tough point in their life. So obviously, you know, the, the, the community and the physical pieces kind of work hand in hand, Mm -hmm. but I want to be that, I want to be that first place you go. Nice. When you feel like you could use a little extra love. Yeah. Um, you know, we we're, I don't plan to be able to do it all. I don't mm-hmm. plan to have, you know, we're not going to be a one-stop shop, but we're going to be the place that you can go to find the support and the love and the comfort that you need. Right. That's so important. How do people find you? Go to our website. SharingSolace.com. SharingSolace.com. <laughs> That's great. And do you do you work with, uh, like, how are you marketing yourself? Um, we work with several um, other types of loss support groups. Right. Uh, insurance agents, actually. Oh, really? Um, sure. I find that they're kind of the first line of comfort when something happens. Right. Um, that makes sense. But real, I mean, we're we're doing all the social media things. I love Instagram. I'm on Instagram all the time. <laughs> it's one that I'm kind of mystified by, oh. but I know it's really important. <laughs> I love the visual aspects of it. Sure. I love to design those quotes and th- I mean, I don't make the quotes. I find very right. poignant quotes, but I love to make them pretty. Yeah, I love to make things pretty. <laughs> so that's what all, my entire Instagram feed is. It's just right. positive, uplifting, pretty quotes. Oh, wonderful. What's your Instagram handle? Yes. Okay. Instagram okay. Handle. What's your Instagram handle? <laughs> surprise, surprise. It's sharing solace. 
Awesome. Sharing solace. Um, so pretty easy to find. I think it's a really good tool for a lot of people to help themselves and help others. Um, I was wondering, just curious, um, do you find that there are more um, women than men? Or are these more um, uh, widows, widowers, uh, people who've lost parents? I mean, do you notice any ter- certain demographics? So my lost story is the loss of my daughter. Yeah. Um, so because that's the story I know, that tends to be where a lot of um, our demographics come from. Right. But I also believe that grief is grief. And yes. the loss of my daughter cannot be compared to the loss of your Someone's spouse. mother, right. Or a mother, or a job, or a dog. If it is the worst event that has happened in your life, that is the most traumatic thing you know. Right. And so it shouldn't be compared, and it's all relative. Right. Um, So, yes, my grief story is the loss of my daughter, and that's what I can speak to. Right. Um, But it, I truly believe that this can help anyone with their grief. Well, I like that you mentioned loss of a pet. I still grieve my dog, Milu, like 12 years later. And um, loss of a job. That is huge. You know, any type of loss, even a maybe losing a limb and your life is forever changed. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that's an important distinction to make as well. And I didn't realize that was part of sharing solace. I think that makes tremendous sense. You know, grief is grief. Yes. You know, and difficulty is difficulty. And just having a place to turn where you've got that support, I think, is wonderful. And the, the token that helps with support, too. And you've got it on keychains. Mm-hmm. Perhaps for men who might not wear a necklace. Yeah. And that's kind of where it stemmed from is I had designed this necklace because I wanted a necklace. Right. And my husband was like, I'm not going to wear that. He's like, well, I, I don't expect I you to that. wear that. Okay. <laughs> so we designed a, a similar keychain. Right. Um, with the intention that you can put it on your keys and you carry your keys around every day with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And men often fiddle with their keys in their pocket. And mm-hmm. it's just something nice to have as a touchstone. Yes. Any plans maybe for a ring or anything like that? Yes. I definitely would like to expand the not only the, the locket, you right. know, so maybe a bracelet and a worry stone, and, right. um, but also design different tokens as well. Yes. So it would almost be, you know, like a puzzle piece when you put it together. Right. Okay, I want this locket and this token and, you know, this length of chain and I want this word on it. And Oh, that's lovely. So it is... It's not going to be a hundred percent customizable, but there'll be a lot of pieces that there'll you there'll be some choices yes. to put in there. And so, do you? So, when you're finished with the need for having it mm-hmm. physically on you, and so you do keep the token. No, you keep the necklace, yes. and you pass on the token, the middle token. Good. And then, do you have anything that pops into the locket? Right now, we do not. Um, it's kind of supposed to symbolize that you're still a whole person. But you've released something. And a little bit of you might always be missing. Absolutely. Um, so it, it, it's symbolic in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's definitely plans down the line to be able to have things to fit in there if that's what you choose. Right, right. So sharing solace is growing and changing and developing according to the needs that are expressed and... Yeah. Exactly. That's beautiful. Yeah, I love that you've devoted yourself to this. And not only, I love how you put it, 
take the lemons, make lemonade, and then share the lemonade. <laughs> That's wonderful. Lemonade is good. Lemonade, lemonade is better with a little bit of vodka in it, but lemonade <laughs> is still good. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and we can always share it. Right? Yes. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so SharingSolace.com is the website. Mm-hmm. On Instagram as at, at SharingSolace. Sharing you got it. Okay. <laughs> you can tell I, I'm not really Instagram savvy. Um, you're on Facebook. On Facebook. Right, Sharing mm-hmm. Solace. Just and search sharing, sharing Solace and look for the pink butterfly. Wonderful. Well, yeah, tell me about the pink butterfly real quick. Um, it's a pink butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have a symbol or um, meaning? Of course, everything has a meaning to Everything me. has a meaning. Um, so I always kind of envisioned Madeline liking butterflies. And Madeline is a girl. And every girl likes pink. Yeah. Whether right. you like pink or not, you're a girl and you like pink. Right. Um, so I was bound and determined to have the, the logo kind of be a pink butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just releasing butterflies fly. Butterfly, and there's also quite a bit of symbolism in a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So that I think that all went into it as well. Um, and then I didn't want the, the butterfly is actually mostly pink, but there's a little bit of green in it too. Yeah. And I knew I needed a secondary color, but I didn't want it to be blue because pink and blue or boy, you know, it's just kind of it's like, oh, how about green? Green is a very springy color. Um, it's the color of the heart chakra. Color of the heart chakra. Pink can also be a color of the heart chakra. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking about it, and I, you know, I put it down, and probably three weeks later I came back and realized that green is emerald. Emeralds are green, and right. emerald is the birthstone of May, which is the month that Madeline was born in. Oh it's my like, gosh. oh my gosh, again, another, it, it has to be pink and green. It has to be pink, pink for and green. a little girl and green for the month of May. That is beautiful. That's beautiful. And the transformation and all like that. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I don't know if I should mention or not, but Madeline has been standing here. She's, <laughs> and yeah, and she's like very supportive of the project and just, thinks it's wonderful and has been guiding you along the way. So well I hope I'm I hope I'm doing you proud, man. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Well Crystal Webber, I think Webster, sorry. <laughs> okay, one last thing. Crystal always says her name such as to remember oh. by <laughs> I am Crystal, like the precious gem I am. Of course. Webster, like the dictionary, not the girl. Okay, good. <laughs> Crystal Webster and Sharing Solace and Madeline Elizabeth. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll we'll see you soon. See you soon. Thank you so much. Radiate Wellness is a community of holistic and alternative healers and consultants based in the Kansas City area dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com.
Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.